0: Welcome to Saints Alive, where we take you with us to meet God's most heroic followers. The saints were just ordinary boys and girls who allowed God's love to transform them into real life superheroes. Their love for God changed our world. Did you know that God has sent you here to become a saint? It's up to you to choose love over fear, to be courageous, faithful, and kind. The choice to become a saint won't be easy, but it will be worth it. So listen closely and open your hearts. These real life tales of the saints from the past may just inspire you how to live your story. Let's go on this adventure together. St. Thomas Aquinas was one of the most influential theologians and philosophers of all time. He revolutionized Catholic thought by helping to bridge the gap between faith and reason. Even though he lived over 700 years ago, his work is still very much alive in the faith we practice today. Despite the countless writings we have from him, he never wrote anything about himself. Thomas was the youngest of nine children born to Count Landolfo and Countess Theodora in their family castle at Rocca Sica in Italy. His father and brothers were soldiers who all shared a fighting spirit and, well, quite a temper. Our story today begins with these brothers on their way to capture 20-year-old Thomas who had just taken vows as a Dominican priest.
1: my hands on thomas he'll be sorry he ever dared disgrace our family name
2: if you get your hands on him we've been searching all day and there's no sign of him you'd think looking the way he does someone would have seen him well
1: if we don't bring him back to mother and father they don't want us to come back at all so let's get back to it Uh, he's going to pay for this
3: I think I've spotted him. Where? Sleeping by the river, just beyond those hills. He is with only three others. They will be easily overcome. Excellent.
1: Let's go.
0: The men charged over the hill and came upon three humble friars who set up camp by the river. The soldiers came down on the holy men as if they were criminals. The penniless friars were startled awake. What is... A...
4: Santa Maria. Brothers, wake up. We're under attack. We have to get Thomas out of here.
0: But before they could warn or wake Thomas, James and Ronaldo grabbed their brother under his arms and pulled him to his feet. <laughs> Brothers, uh, what is this? Sorry
1: to wake you, little brother.
0: But you're needed at home.
1: Yes, our parents would like to have a little chat with you.
4: Brothers, and no, don't do this, Gentlemen, please. Why don't you unhand Brother Thomas so we can discuss this in a civilized way? Brother?
1: You may call each other brother because of the tattered clothes you wear, but we are brothers by blood. We know Thomas would never turn his back on his family. Surely you would not put your own wheels above the will of God? Silence! Thomas... You disgrace us with this beggar's robe. Take it off immediately.
3: You can do what you want to me. Take my life if you must. I will not fight you. But I will never willingly take off the robe of the Dominicans.
1: Very well.
0: Then we'll do it for you. Although his brothers outdid him in number and fighting experience, they were no match for his massive stature and strength.
2: If we kill him, mother will never forgive us. Fine.
1: Keep your fear. up. But come with us willingly. Or we'll show your friends what happens when they get in the way of family.
3: I will never allow you to hurt my friends. Nor will I let you mark your own souls with this hatred. I will go with you. Thomas... No. Let's go. Brothers, remember, God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in distress.
0: Thomas was forced back to his family castle, where his parents tried everything to dissuade him from his vocation to the priesthood. But he was steadfast.
2: Oh, mio caro figliolo, how can you do this to your papa and mama? We only want what's best for you.
3: Mother, many are the plans of the human art, but it is the decision of the
1: lord that endures. The decision of the lord? So it is the decision of the Lord that you dishonor your family?
2: After all we've done for you, Thomas, you are breaking your mama's heart.
3: I am sorry to disappoint you both. You know I have always loved and respected you, but I will not give up my vows.
1: Fine, you refuse to obey your parents. You choose to disgrace our family name. Well. We'll just see how long you remain so righteous and holy when you are locked up in the tower with nothing. God's will, you say, I am your father. You will obey my will. Sons, lock him in the tower. All men have a breaking point, Thomas, even you. Get him out of here.
2: Gandolfo, how long will you keep him in there?
1: As long as he takes.
0: For other men, the silence and solitude might have driven them mad, but Thomas actually delighted in the opportunity to contemplate in relative peace. Of course, there were interruptions, Thomas's parents continually tried to get him to turn from his vows. They knew how he adored his sisters, so their father asked them to try changing his mind.
1: She should be back by now. Marotta, that took quite a bit longer than I expected.
2: Did you get through to him? father. You keep him in the ugliest, coldest, darkest cave in the tower. But he has filled it with more beauty, warmth, and light than I have ever witnessed. I know I have heard the scriptures before, but never like this. I feel as though I was blind, and now I can see like never before.
1: But, but, down! Oh. <clears throat>
0: For over a year, Thomas remained in his tower cell. In time, the family allowed visits from the Dominican brothers and a friend, Father John of San Giuliano.
4: Thomas, since my last visit, it seems your parents have gone from using simple tactics to simply immoral ones to try to change your mind. How have you managed to remain so at peace? Well, my time in prayer makes things seem much brighter than they appear. Even so, after all they've put you through, no one would blame you if you gave in to their wishes. No, Father.
3: Oh, as scripture says, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared to the glory to be revealed for us. My dedication to the Dominicans has not wavered
4: for a moment. <laughs> yes. I can see that by your clothing. Thomas, I can't believe you are still wearing that habit after all this time. I will never willingly take it off. And that is why I smuggled in a new one for you. Here you go. Even though you are stuck in this tower, you will never lose your place in our order.
3: Oh, your father, thank you.
4: this means more than you know. Oh, Thomas. I have tried to think of everything I can to set you free. I'm afraid there's nothing left to do but pray. Well, that is a lot. (laughs) I really don't know how you manage this so gracefully, Thomas.
1: Time's up, Father.
4: Ah, and yet again, the time goes too quickly. Remain strong, Thomas, and be assured of our prayers for you. As the scripture says, I
3: consider it all
2: father oh your
4: Grace it is you what are you doing in the shadows
2: I need to speak with you father and there is not much time before the change of the guard so I must be brief father this is not easy but I I finally see that we have been foolish to try to change Thomas's mind
4: <laughs> I'm glad you can finally see that
2: How could we forget our little Thomas, who even at the age of five asked his teachers, What is God? He has always been touched by God in a special way. And well, my husband and I seem to have gone astray. But, oh, God forgive me.
4: Oh, good lady. God is always willing to forgive those who ask.
2: But there is something else. I have been pushing the memory back for so long now, as I let my pride and selfish desires get in the way. But it has come flooding back to me, and I cannot push it back anymore.
4: Yes, I'm listening.
2: You see, before I even knew I was carrying Thomas, I was given a vision of the holy hermit buono from the mountains.
4: Surely not put your own
0: wills above the will of God.
1: God's you say I am your father. You will obey my will.
0: You will be unmatched
3: in all the world for sanctity of life and splendor of
2: knowledge. May God's will be done. Good morning, my lady. Can I get you something to eat? Oh, no, thank you. I'm not feeling very well this morning, but I would love some water, please.
0: Theodora felt unwell in a familiar way. But before she could put her finger on what was wrong, a kind man appeared before her. He had long, messy hair, wearing a rough brown robe. She knew it was the well-known holy hermit, Buono, from the nearby mountains. My lady, rejoice,
3: for you are carrying a child. His name shall be Tomas. You and your husband will want to send him to Monte Casino in order to benefit yourselves. But God will have other plans for him, and he will adjoin the order of Friars. In his age, he will be unmatched in all the world for sanctity of life and splendor of knowledge.
2: I am not worthy of such an honor, but may God's will be done. Here's your water, my lady. Oh, are you all right? Are you still feeling unwell? No, no, I'm all right. Never better, actually. I believe that I am with child yet again. And I now know this ninth child is destined for greatness.
0: And he was. It was clear from very early on. That Thomas was not like the other men in his family. He was a quiet, serious boy who was devoted to prayer and not interested in childish things. At the age of five, Thomas was sent to be raised at the Benedictine monastery founded by Saint Benedict himself, Monte Cassino. As he grew, it became evident that he had a mind like no other.
1: We had a message from Monte Cassino about Thomas.
2: Oh, and? He
1: is excelling. They say he is quiet and does not speak much, but when he does, he is uh, with wisdom beyond his years. Yes, they see great promise in him. He is certainly making his family look good.
2: Oh, Landolfa, that is wonderful.
1: See, si, they want to send him to Naples to advance his studies. This is working exactly as I planned. He will study in Naples, then go back to Monte Cassino and put in a few years as a monk. And then he will take his rightful place as abbot. Our family name will grow in superiority and power. Who knows, he could even be the Pope!
2: Yes, Thomas would make a wonderful priest. And we certainly do not need another soldier in the family.
1: Thomas, a soldier? (laughs) It'd be a disgrace.
2: But, my dear, what if Thomas does not desire to join the Benedictines? What if his devotion lies elsewhere? I seem to recall a vision from long ago.
1: No man would choose another path. Monte Cassino will offer him all the comforts and honor this world could provide. With our other son serving the Emperor and Thomas as abbot, our family will have favor from the two greatest powers in Italy. No saying the man would choose anything else.
2: Yes, of course. It shall be as you say, my dear.
0: With the permission from his parents, Thomas was sent to further his studies in Naples. He spent his teen years immersed in study and prayer. And it was in Naples that Thomas first met some Dominican brothers who saw greatness in him. Brothers, thank you
4: for meeting with me. What is this all about? Well, I have had a vision about young Thomas of Aquino. I was marveling at his deep knowledge as he presented his exegesis when I saw his face shine forth with rays like the sun. In this vision, they shone out across the whole world, covering every man they touched. Was it a dream? That's what I thought at first, too. But then... The very same vision came again, not once, but three times now. Brothers, I think this vision cannot be ignored. What you say does not surprise me. I have been observing Thomas for some time now. I think he may have a calling to our order. I have to
0: admit, I've
4: noticed him too.
3: I have never seen anything like it. The way he understands Aristotle, it's as if he has studied his work as long as I have.
4: Yes, he could do great things in our order, spending his days teaching and developing his ideas, but it would come at a great cost for him with his family. The Dominican order would offer him no honor or distinctions, and for an aristocratic family like his, this would surely cause division.
1: Well, brother, there is only one thing to do. Leave it to Thomas to decide. He what? This will not stand. He will join the Benedictines at Monte Cassino if I have to drag him there myself.
2: But Landolfo, the messenger said he has already taken his vows. Perhaps we should hear him out. He must know what he is giving up.
1: Well, he will unmake the vows and make the proper vows where he belongs.
2: Perhaps if I go visit him, I can speak with him and try to reason with him.
1: Yes, fine, go. But bring him back here so he can do what is right by his family.
2: Contessa? Contessa, shall I make preparations for your travel? Uh, Yes, yes. I must do as my husband wishes. But what if it is not what God wishes? I have a vague memory as if from a dream. Uh, Well, I must speak with Thomas. Yes, please make the preparations. I shall leave at once.
0: When Thomas found out that his mother was making the journey, he grew fearful. To protect him, his Dominican brothers sent him to Rome. When the Contessa found out that Thomas was sent away to avoid her, she was enraged and went back to her castle with a hardened heart.
2: Servant, send a message to my sons immediately. Tell them that a grave offense has been committed against our family. They must find Thomas and bring him back here by any means necessary. Signora, your sons are working for the Emperor. Are you sure they can accomplish this? If they do not, then they will lose my maternal blessing. Be sure you include that in the message.
1: But I will never willingly take off the rope of Dominicans. All men have a breaking point, Thomas, even you. Get him out of here!
3: You husband will want to send him to Monte Casino. But you have other plans for him.
0: And so it came to be that Thomas was captured and imprisoned.
2: So you see, father? I finally remember my vision from so long ago. I cannot stand by and let Thomas remain imprisoned, knowing that we act against the will of God.
4: My lady, what are you saying?
2: I cannot openly stand against my husband. I am not brave enough.
4: I understand.
2: But on the fifteenth day of the month, I can arrange to have the lock removed from Thomas's window for a short period of time in the evening when I know there will be no attention on his cell. I am afraid the rest is up to you.
4: Oh, good, good woman! God will reward your goodness.
2: Now, quickly, you must be off before we are seen. But, Father, thank you.
0: Father John returned to his brothers with a spring in his step. That night, saddled with rope, a wooden plank, and their faith in God. Brothers John of San Giuliano, Peter of Ireland, and Thomas of Lentini made the long trek to save Thomas. When they finally arrived, the brothers watched the tower window from the nearby woods until they saw that his window was opened. Okay, what's the plan? I thought you had a
1: plan. You're the one with the rope rope always comes in handy.
4: I thought you had a plan. Come, brothers. Now is our chance. Make haste.
1: I guess he has a plan.
4: Oh, saints, preserve us. Hurry, you two. There isn't time.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. This is a very heavy rope.
4: We can only pray it holds him. All right, now. We just need a way to get his attention. What was that? Well, whatever it was, it worked. Brothers,
3: uh, perhaps I should begin praying for the gift of light? Never fear, Brother Thomas. I've got rope. And one,
1: two, three. <laughs> Let me try again. Let me have a go. It's all in the rest, you see. I'll go one and two and a three and a... Uh, oh, uh, nope. Step aside. I brought the rope. I'll throw the rope.
0: Well, it was not exactly a smooth operation, but somehow they were able to work together to rig up a sort of pulley with a small wooden plank for Thomas to stand on. Slowly, the men lowered the enormous friar down the side of the castle tower.
4: Hold steady, men! Hold! <coughs>
3: Brothers, the Lord tells us his burden is light. I'm sorry I can't say the same of yours. Ah, ah, ah.
1: We actually did it.
3: (laughs) Well, thanks to my rope. And of course, our teamwork. Thomas, what a joy it is to see you free. Oh, Father, I am not worthy of the risk you have all taken. Words are not enough. But they're
4: all I have. Thank you. Come, before anyone sees us, let's hurry back. We have much to discuss.
0: When the brothers finally got Thomas back to the Order, they were amazed to discover that he hadn't lost any time in his studies. He went on to Cologne to study under one of the greatest minds of the age, Master Albert, who you might have heard of as Saint Albert the Great. Under Albert, Thomas became so dedicated to his studies that he became quite silent in order to focus on memorizing everything he was learning. To his classmates, His silence seemed to suggest that he did not know or understand anything at all. For this reason, and because of his massive physical stature, they came to know him as The Dumb Ox. (laughs) (sighs) There he goes. Dumb Ox.
2: Oh, the poor fellow.
0: I'm in class with him, and he sits there mute. The poor lad doesn't stand a chance in the order. Though the students thought they had Thomas all figured out, they received quite a shock later that day in class. You see, Master Albert had figured out the truth about the dumb ox. I mean, um, Thomas's great mind. And he knew just what to do. He finished his disputation and put down his parchment, eyeing the room. Thomas, can you come to the front of the class? (laughs) Thomas sat in silence. Lost in thought. Thomas, to the front. Brother Thomas, I'd like to ask you to present a rather difficult question on the topic of the disputation I just gave. Oh, the poor
4: ox is being led to the slaughter. (laughs) I
1: can't watch
0: master albert handed thomas the question thomas knew he could answer it easily but his humility made him desperate to refuse ever obedient he reluctantly accepted but then he fell a welling up inside that he could not ignore it was his very love for truth impelling him onward and that's when the dumb ox spoke <clears throat> An uh, effect which is
3: not proportionate to its cause leads only imperfectly to knowledge of the cause. All creatures are such an effect with respect to the Creator, from whom they are infinitely distant. Therefore, they imperfectly
0: lead to knowledge of him. His classmates sat dumbfounded. Master Albert could not contain himself, and he leapt from his chair and shouted to his students. You call him a dumb ox? I tell you, this dumb ox shall bellow so loud
3: that the bellowing will
0: out of the barn. Albert helped Thomas advance to the University of Paris where he completed his bachelor studies and so much more. St. Thomas Aquinas showed great courage in doing God's will even when it meant going against the wishes of those he loved. He stayed on God's path during incredibly difficult trials and by trusting in God's plan for his life he was eventually able to share the light of truth with the whole world. In our own lives, we might find it difficult to stay on God's path for us. But if we receive with courage and faith and do God's will, we too can be the light of Christ in the world. We can't wait for you to hear the rest of St. Thomas Aquinas' story. Tune in next Monday, January 22nd, to hear part two. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex. I'm Melissa. And I'm Tanner. After two years of production... We are thrilled to announce that Saints Alive has joined the team at Hallow, the number one Catholic prayer app in the world. Hallow has supported us from the early days of our production and has cheered us on at every step of the way. With the support of their incredible team, we will continue our monthly Saint episodes and create brand new series in 2024, including a Lenten series for kids and Eucharistic Miracles. We are so grateful for all of you. Our listeners and we can't wait for you to hear all that we have in store